Hi everybody, this is Trevor Lee and this is episode 129 of Better Presentations, More Sales. My guest this week is Chris Kenny. Chris is based in New York and Chris focuses on helping all sorts of people, including lots of sales professionals and sales coaches, overcome objections when it comes to high ticket items. So if you've got some problems selling high ticket items, then this is very much the podcast for you. You're going to really enjoy all the stuff that Chris is going to share. So let's meet Chris. You're listening to the Better Presentations More Sales Podcast with Trevor Lee. Tune in each week for top tips and ideas to deliver in-person and online presentations, demos, sales pitches and webinars that will help grow your sales. And now, here's your host, Trevor Lee. Chris, great to have you on the podcast. Welcome. Would you like to tell our listeners a little bit about yourself? Yeah, well, first of all, great to be here. Thanks for having me. And yes, um, you know, I guess I would say the short version. I'll give you the short version. I could go on forever, right? Um, the short version would be I started a, started a coaching company back in 2008. Uh, I left corporate. I was one of those guys. I, was do, I did really well in corporate. I was in sales, but I was constantly you know, in, that, in that space of chasing the quota, chasing the quota. And every time I would start to habitually make the quota, they would just raise the quota and then make <laughs> my territory slightly smaller and then raise my quota again and then make my territory smaller. So I got tired of that. Um, took the risk. Um, started a coaching company, and I I was kind of in, really in struggle when I when I first began and trying to find my way. Incredibly green, and really took a huge risk in hiring a really high end mentor. So I hired this really high end mentor. It was a seventy five thousand dollar investment for six months of coaching, which huge amount of money. I didn't have it. It was a huge leap of faith. I had only the down payment. So I stepped into that program and it turned out that in my first year, I did incredibly well. Made $263,000 in, you know, as a coach, having never coached before, and then decided to package that and decided to wait, hey, if I know how to do this and I can do this this well, people might want to know how to do it. So I decided to package that. Uh, and then today, essentially what I'm known for is helping people position, package, and sell high ticket programs. And the reason that I've niched really into that is because when I think about the, the one huge thing that made a rapid transformation for myself and for my clients, it all shifted when I learned how to close high ticket sales. So that's why I'm passionate about it. That's why I teach it. It's in alignment with my story. It's in alignment with where I come from. Uh, and that's kind of how I ended up here. And here we are uh, still doing well with it. <laughs> Wow, that's an incredible start to your sort of on your own career to make such a massive investment. I think I'm sure people listening to this podcast will be thinking, well, I'm thinking of setting up on my own. Wow, what a you know, what a thing to do to invest seventy-five thousand dollars in a mentor at that stage. I mean, you know, how did you how did you get how did you do that? I mean, what was did you have doubts about that or how did you were you oh my gosh. I need to do Oh this? my gosh. Oh Lord, oh my God. Yeah. I mean, I was absolutely <laughs> freaked out about it. Um, you know, it was a, I lost sleep over it, but you know, there were, there were some things about it that were, that were really, really true. I, I'm a firm believer of don't make decisions based on where you are, make your decisions based on where you want to be. Don't make decisions based on where you are, make decisions based on where you want to be. Because if we make all of our decisions based on where we are, where we are is where we're going to stay. 
So in order to really, I think, step forward and step, this was my story back then, and I still think it's true, in order to step into you know, increasing wealth, we have to start to really think about what are the current rules we're living by? What are our rules around our pricing? What are our rules around money? If we're trying to create more money, we're trying to create a bigger result, what are the money rules that we're currently living by that might be holding us back? Because if we wanna create a different result, we're gonna to have to break some of those rules because the current rules are creating the current result. So I, I, I kind of had that awareness and I was like, wow, this, this feels like a tremendous leap of faith, but I wanted to hire somebody that had done, done it. You know, I would say, if you're gonna hire a coach, hire a coach that's done what it is that you wanna do. And this person had done what I wanted to do. Um, I really liked the energy. I dove in, I took the risk and my gosh, no regrets. And Chris, I mean, we're going to talk about, you know, you, about high ticket items and how to sell them and how to overcome objections uh, for those, which is, as you say, is your speciality area. But just going back to your own story there, do you think had you not made that investment initially that, you know, you would have found it harder to offer your services at the price point that you did at the time to therefore, you know, create the income that you did? Yeah, I think, I think completely. I think it's really hard to, to navigate uh, a potential client through a high ticket purchase if you've never made a high ticket purchase. Because having been there, I know what it feels like emotionally. I know, I, I just, I, I know that, you know, all the, what it felt like for like, the, I felt like the cells in my body were even like resisting it all. You know, I, there were nights where I lost sleep. Um, you know, it was a huge, huge leap, but I think there's huge value in understanding that if you're going to navigate somebody else through a high ticket sale, it really helps if you have bought something high ticket yourself because you've been through the experience and now you can help them navigate through theirs. Now, I know you, you say on your website and we, we talked about it a little bit earlier about how you created and got that business kickstarted, but you also say that you did it without a website, without a business card, without any marketing. So yeah. share a little insight into that, if that's okay. Yeah, it was my, it's my current company. Um, when I originally hired the first mentor, that was my, it was my previous company, my current company. I did, I, I got it to 300 K without any of those things. And here's what had happened. I, I had rebranded. Um, I had a, a business partner previously with my previous company decided to go completely out of my own and stepped out and I hired a designer and I hired a person for the website. I had, I had all that stuff in motion. And what happened was we got to the point of the website where the copy needed to be created. And I'm, I'm not a copywriter. I don't claim to be a copywriter. So I was all tied up on the copy. I started going to live events and attending live events because it's, it's a really, actually, it's a really good marketing strategy. This is pre-COVID, obviously. So I was going to live events because that's where people are, they're there, they're investing in themselves, they're accustomed to investing in themselves. So I'm gonna go get myself in those rooms and be around those people. And instead of getting the copy done for the website, I started to get incredibly busy. And you know, the logo wasn't even done, none of this stuff was done. I just started interacting, showing up in places where my target market was and interacting and selling my stuff. So I got super busy. And then all of a sudden, you know, I'd had this, this massive year. I did the same amount, 300,000. And I was like, then I said, well, I'm going to start telling people that I'm at 300,000 and I, I don't have a website. And I remember I was at one, one event and <laughs> uh, the person that was running the event was a friend of mine, runs into me prior to the event. Now we live in separate states. I'm, I'm in the U.S. 
And she comes up to me and she says, oh my God, I haven't seen you in forever. You know, how you been? Oh my God, I started this company over here. I'm doing this, I'm at 300,000. She's like, oh, wow, that's pretty good. Good start. I said, yeah, I don't have a website. I don't have a business card. So I told her, she was like, what? She's, so then the room, she had about 1,500 people in the room. She got on the stage and she said, did you know there's a guy in here? You know, cause she was talking about focusing on what's important. You know, she said, did you know that there's a guy here that's, that's done this? He's made 300,000 without a website or a business card. Chris, are you in the room? So I stand up. <laughs> like I was flooded with people for the whole rest of the event. They were intrigued. Like, how did you do that? And I ended up with clients from that whole experience. So it didn't happen intentionally. I, you know, I wouldn't like talk to people and say, look, it's the key is that you do this without a website or a business card. That wouldn't be my advice. Uh, but that, that is exactly what happened for me. And it, it just speaks to the fact that if you know how to go and you know how to interact with people and you know how to create some intrigue and you know how to ask some really powerful questions and you're able to, to really just do an effective enrollment conversation, I'm sure you know this yourself, you know, if, they, if, if, if you're able to build the know, like, and trust, the fact that you have a website really doesn't matter. They're connecting to you. They're connecting to your energy. They're, they're connecting to who you are. Um, and if, you know, if they want to do a whole bunch of research and you don't have a website, well, then they're probably not going to be your client. But there were a lot of people that were willing to hire me just from my energy and who I was being. Yeah, that's really interesting, Chris, because um, I talk a lot about in some of previous episodes of this podcast about how, you know, even though we live in this digital world and we're all on Zoom, but people are still buying from people. Yeah. And, and clearly, you know, what, I think what you've described is that, is, is, is that the essence of that, isn't it? Oh, it's, it, it completely is. You know, if they align with you energetically, you know, I just think there's a lot of people um, that, that are teaching sales, right? It's not, this isn't a new thing. I'm teaching sales, you're teaching sales. There's a bazillion people out there teaching sales. But people, I think they should hire the person that they energetically align with. Who do you energetically align with? Because, you know, you could put two people up in front of a room and have them both teach the exact same content and you'll connect with one of them and you won't really connect with the other. Yeah. And that's okay. There's, there's energy for everybody. There's somebody for everybody. But yeah, everybody's buying from people more than anything. Okay, Chris, I'm sure everyone's now intrigued to know if you're going to you know, share a couple of ideas with them, a couple of your, of your top tips, if you like. Well, the first thing is to understand that there's a universal law that I kind of lean on when it comes to this. And I want to just share what that is first. And then I'll give this. Is, so this is kind of the mindset or a piece of the mindset. And then I'll give a piece of the practical. So the mindset is I, I lean on the law of polarity. And what law of polarity says is everything in the universe has an opposite and it exists at the same time. Everything in the universe has an opposite and it exists at the same time. So you can't have left without also having right. Nothing is left unless it has right to compare to. You can't have in without out. Nothing is out without having in to compare it to, right? So why does that matter? Well, it matters because if that's true, then every problem brings with it what? The solution. You can't have a problem without a solution. If everything in the universe has an opposite and it exists at the same time, if there's a problem present, the solution is also present. So if we're putting out to the universe that, hey, I'd like to learn how to sell a 25K program. If that is a problem that we're presenting, the solution to that has to be present. It has to be present. It's present today. It's present now. It's present in this moment. It's not in six months when we feel like we're ready or in 12 months or next year or next month. 
it's present now because every problem brings with it a solution. So when, when somebody comes into my experience and they say, Chris, um, for example, I'm a, I'm a personal trainer. I'm in the fitness industry. I'd like to learn how to sell a program for 25,000. Can, can you help me do that? I go, okay, problems present, solution has to be present. And, and, and that's how I operate. I know there absolutely has to be a way to do that because the problem is being presented to me. Right. So I enter every interaction in the knowing that if that problem gets presented to me, the way of which to accomplish it has to be there. So that's, that's how I operate. And I have taught people that are in the fitness industry how to sell programs for in excess of uh, 15,000, for example. I've got two different trainers that are in my experience right now. Now, do they have some unique things that they're teaching? Yes. They're not going out and just saying, okay, you know, get on the bench press here, do 10 burpees. It's, it's more involved than that. So I will look at what's this person's expertise. Um, are there things that this person is undervaluing in their expertise? What are those things? What parts of their expertise need to be positioned better in order to allow us to charge a higher ticket price for this? And is it, is it really worth it? You know, so if somebody's selling garbage, I'm not going to say, hey, guess what? It's now 20K. It's, so it's not, it's not like that. So it's understanding that every universe or every problem brings with it the solution. That's the mindset piece. Then when it comes to the practical piece, I think this is super important. There's a couple of things. Um, and I get super excited. So I want you to write down seen and unseen. So write down seen and unseen. Yep. And we'll, we'll, we'll go ahead and we'll begin there and then write down thinking patterns. Okay. So seen and unseen, what I mean by that is when you're in an enrollment conversation, there are both seen items and unseen items. The seen items are the things that are very much above the surface. It's what you're saying, it's what they're saying. You know, they're very, they're very, very tangible. It's the conversation, the questions you're asking, the questions they're asking, those are seen. Then you have a whole other area that I refer to as the unseen. And the unseen is your view of sales, their view of sales and salespeople, um, their experiences around money, their experiences around being asked for money, their experiences around being sold to, your experiences around being sold to. So there's all of these other items that are under the surface that are being brought to the conversation, right? So if people have had tons of bad experiences with salespeople, guess what? That is showing up in your enrollment conversation. They're bringing that to the table. And if you're not aware of that, and you're, you're, you're pretending like that's not there, you're hurting yourself and you're also hurting your potential clients. They're bringing that to the situation, all right? Now, when it comes to conversion, of high ticket programs. What I want to what I want to have everybody write down is that unseen items create the sale. Unseen items create the sale. When somebody sits down with you with a problem, right? Especially if you're selling, let's say you're selling coaching, right? Because a lot of people that come to me are coaches. The person that's sitting down with you, they have a seen problem. It's a problem they know they have, right? So as soon as we, we have a problem and we go, I have a problem, I have a problem. As soon as we say, I have a problem, the ego gets involved. The ego being our current sense of self. So what can happen is the I is now, I, I have this problem. Ego gets involved, ego attaches to the problem. And then when we show up as a vendor with the solution to the problem, that threatens the ego. It threatens their current sense of self. 
The ego just wants to survive. So the ego will be conditioned to object to the solution because the solution is a huge threat to the ego. But the attachment is to the seen problem. It's the problem they know they have. So the skill set that people need to learn is how do you reveal a new problem in the enrollment conversation, a problem they didn't know they have, right? You reveal a new problem, you build urgency around the new problem. There is no ego attachment to the new problem because they didn't know they had it when they sat down until you asked them the right questions to reveal it. You build urgency around the new problem and they will buy the solution to the new problem. I've got example after example after example where I've taught clients this skill set, find a new problem, find a new problem. And when they find a new problem and they build urgency around a new problem, objections vanish because we've gotten rid of ego attachment. And do you think, Chris, that ultimately that is the key difference between uh, salespeople who are, well, not no disrespect to them, but are just ordinary salespeople and salespeople who can be extraordinary in the way they get results? In, in, in my world, that's a huge piece of it, you know, and, and I, there's also other things like learning how to ask the right questions. And I'm sure you get that as a person that's teaching sales, you know, asking proper questions yeah. is a super important skill set to have. And then, you know, when we're in the world of coaching and we're, we're um, selling coaching, um, you have to also learn the skill set of un uncovering the thinking pattern that's underneath the objection, which is another huge part of the teaching, meaning don't respond to the objection itself. Learn the skill of uncovering the thinking pattern that's creating it, right? Look for the, the pattern, um, identify that pattern, ask them where else in their life they're using that pattern. Right, And then they'll go, oh, I'm using it here and I'm using it over here and I'm using it over here. And then you say, is that pattern serving you? And they say, no, it's not serving me. Well, are you using that pattern here? Yes, I am. Okay, so what, what you're saying is you've got this thinking pattern that's, that's showing up in all these different areas of your life and it's not serving you and you're using the thinking pattern here. Is that correct? Yes. So based on that, what do you think you should do? Oh my gosh. <laughs> I don't think I should continue to use that thinking pattern. I think maybe I should hire you. So getting, getting that deep and learning how to uncover thinking patterns is the other, other really huge piece of gold um, in terms of high ticket sales. And, and, a, and, a, and apart from signing up to one of your programs or something like that, Chris, how would you advise our listeners if they think, well, I need to do that. I can't, that's what I need to do. Is there one key step that they need to take to get them on the path to doing, to following what you've just said? Yeah, I would say, you know, in terms of the unseen, let's look there because the thinking pattern piece, I think that takes a lot more coaching and a lot more mentoring to teach people essentially how to do that. But when it comes to the unseen problems, I will say this, the unseen problems are usually found in um, like, a, like a future pain. If you look for something that'll take place, like what's at risk, what's going to happen if you don't solve this problem? When you get people thinking about what's the future pain, you're oftentimes revealing an unseen problem because they haven't thought about that yet. So I would say asking strategic questions that reveal future pain would be something that would really help in terms of revealing an unseen problem and uh, creating something new that you can build some urgency around. And you know, the other thing is I just think going deeper you know, most people in sales conversations in my industry, they're just simply not going deep enough. 
in the sales conversations, meaning they're looking at a, you know, just a surface problem. Um, they're asking a couple of questions around a surface problem and then they're just saying, okay, let me, I can help you. Let me, let me show you my product or service or program. It'll be amazing for you. Um, so just go deeper. Yeah. Do you think that's um, because they're trying to get the sale done too soon? Sometimes they're not giving, you know, they're, well, they're, just, they're just focusing on thinking, Hey, I, I might get an order rather than actually take their time, be patient. And as you say, just keep delving around until something. It really can, it can be getting the order. So, 100% it can be that but it, and it can also be that um, if you're asking a, a person a question that could trigger some pain for them or an, an uncomfortable state for example that might trigger some discomfort in you sure yeah so you know if you're asking a person about hey you know what's your life going to be like in six months if you don't fix this you know that that can be a pain-inducing question for your potential client or a discomfort-inducing question for your potential client. And if that brings up discomfort in you, right, because of your own discomfort in your own stuff, you'll be unwilling to ask those types of questions. You'll be unwilling to go that deep. And the other thing that, that happens here is I think, you know, as humans, we have this, um, oftentimes we have an attachment to being liked. So we just want to make sure that somebody likes us and therefore, there'd be times that we really could hold back and not be a full expression of ourselves because we're worried about whether or not the potential client is actually going to like us. Sure. Okay. Chris, that's, that's great. That's really great. I really love listening to you talk about this. And I'm sure our listeners will get a, a great, uh, great lot out of this. So now, just before you go, a couple of things. Um, uh, in a minute, I'm going to ask you how people can get hold of you. Um, but sure. I understand this is going out on the 7th of September. I understand on the 14th, you've got a new product launch. So do you want to just give us a little heads up on that? Yeah, we're doing something inside my private Facebook group, and it is called the Income Accelerator Challenge. The Income Accelerator Challenge. What that is, is it's a five-day complimentary training where every day for five days inside of the Facebook group, I'm going to go live from 1 p.m. Eastern till about 2 p.m. Eastern. So it's about one hour of training every single day for five days. And this is where, and in this training, I'm gonna reveal my five-step process for how to find and enroll high-ticket clients. So the ways to, to, to join that, there's a couple of things you can do. You can hop into my, my private Facebook group, which is called Sales Mastery Inner Circle. So you can hop over there and you can, uh, there's a, there'll be a, right on my banner, there's a link. You can click the link or, if you're not a Facebook person and you just want to type in on your browser, www.chriskennycoaching.com forward slash challenge. www.chriskennycoaching.com forward slash challenge. And Kenny is spelled K-E-N-N-E-Y. Great. And, that, and you pop over there. You can get registered for the challenge. Yes. Got it. That's super. Well, I'll put those links in the show notes, Chris. So people, when they're listening to the podcast, can go to the show notes and pick up those links as well. So, um, and is that the best way to get hold of you generally? If people want to have a conversation with you after the podcast about using your services? Yeah. The other thing that they can do is just visit my website, which is chriskennycoaching.com. Again, Kenny is K-E-N-N-E-Y. So it's chriskennycoaching.com. There's a box on there. You can just, there's, it says, you know, book a strategy session and you can click there and you can book one. And always Facebook is a, is a great way to find me as well. Right inside of sales mastery inner circle, just come on in. And as you come in, there'll be three questions you have to answer. Like, 
you know, what's your business, that kind of stuff. What do you want to take from the group? Answer those questions, hop on in. And then if you want to, you can send me a direct message right through Facebook. And I'd love to say hello. That's terrific. So just to wrap it up, if there's one thing that you would, you know, one piece of advice you would give to, uh, to the listeners about if they are thinking, I want to grow my sales, I want to sell those big ticket items. Yeah, ask better questions would probably be the number one thing. Focus more on asking questions. Think about how can I ask questions so they convince themselves rather than how do I convince them or how do I, the question I get all the time is how do I communicate my value? And the answer is stop trying to communicate your value. Ask questions so they tell you what your value is. Great, that's a really good tip. Chris, thank you very much for coming on the show. That's been absolutely terrific. So I really appreciate your time. Thanks so much for having me. It's been great to be here. Thanks, Chris. Thanks very much. Well, well, I hope everybody, you got some really great stuff from that. So fantastic. Thank you very much, Chris, for sharing some great insight into all the things that you need to get right if you're going to sell those high ticket items. And remember, it's a message that we've had on other podcasts. Ask better questions. And I love the idea of asking, you know, all those kind of strategic questions that Chris referred to, to try and identify the future pain that your client is going to experience. So diverting them from what they think they know is a problem to what they don't know is a problem. What a tactic that is for you to think about. So don't forget, if you want to check out Chris's, uh, all the things Chris talked about, including what he's going to be sharing from September the 14th for his Facebook group, then you can get that in the show notes on this podcast. So thanks very much for listening, everybody. Uh, and I hope you've enjoyed this. I hope you've got something really good from it. Got some great guests lined up now for the autumn. So please do subscribe to the podcast. Tell your friends about it. Do share it. And if you like it, please leave a review. That would be marvelous. Thanks very much. See you next week.